And we're back with Sandlot Sports. I am still Adam Capison. I'm here with Dorian Cody. It is I. And BJ Thomas. And oops, it was Craig Warren and Roger Staubach, not Danny White. That's what happens when we're old. We're, we get forgetful. Yeah. Yep, yeah. <laughs> sorted it. Yeah. So um, a couple of weeks ago, we, we were doing a, a music podcast. I mean, I know we've done a, a couple of these. Um, we did the 80s, we did the 90s. Um, and we had kind of for both decades, like the, the two artists that kind of symbolized the, the decade for the 80s it was mike and it was madonna for the 90s it was um nirvana and mariah carey are there two artists that you would say would kind of symbolize what the 70s were boy that's a that's a huge that's question question yeah. that's a huge question <laughs> that's loaded man it symbolized what the 70s were man yeah. i you know what i can't I couldn't sum up the 70s decade if I wanted to. I couldn't even tell you my three favorite acts from the 70s. I couldn't commit to anything that blasphemous. Okay, well, let, let's uh, don't put an M on it. Just just say some artists that would that would epitomize the 70s. Oh, well, like David Bowie. Yes. I mean, he ran the gamut for the 70s. Androgynous, rock, back to being a man. Wasn't he like a Nazi at one point? <laughs> don't know about that i thought he i thought he dressed like a brown shirt i'll double check that oh those fucking british guys i don't know what to tell you uh, <laughs> like, i don't know how you i don't know how you could dress like something that almost killed your grandfather though yeah well or dad yeah um is that uh, one like donna summer for the females for the ladies would have probably have to represent the 70s solidly Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, yeah, you, you would think she she's probably the most more popular one, but you know, I know from I guess it depends on genre. So let's say so oh, absolutely would be I, disco. I, I'm just trying to th- I'm trying to think of what represented like the feel of the 70s. Okay. Pink but then Floyd. I but then I would also have to say like Stevie Nicks for the, as far as the ladies go. Stevie Nicks or Hart. Yeah. Like Anne and Nancy Wilson. Um, but for me, there's not much more 70s than Earth, Wind, and Fire. I was going to say. Yeah. That yeah. shit right there. The horns, the disco, the mm-hmm. the funk, the I mean, the soul. They had, they had like every piece of the 70s in their music. Yeah. And I'm not going to, I could do a whole show on Earth, Wind, and Fire, so we're not going to do that. But <laughs> it, I will say this. <clears throat> if you like horns, like I played trumpet growing up, so... Like if you wanted to, when we were growing up and you wanted to be a basketball player, you watched Mike, right? Mm-hmm. The equivalent to watching Mike for a trumpet player is listening to Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yep. Those horns are ridiculous. And if mm-hmm. you listen to, if you go on Spotify, shameless plug, <laughs> and, you, uh, and you look at Earth, Wind, and Fire's albums, you can, they played a different style of their songs for every country they were in. Mm. The Brazilian album is different than the Japanese album. The Japanese album is different than the American album. It is awesome to check out. So yeah, the look. So, I didn't say David Bowie wasn't weird, <laughs> but let's just be—that is not a Nazi salute. Let's get that out of the way. No, that, that was the question. Was it a Nazi salute? No, but it was no. a Nazi uniform. So, anyways, yeah. not uh, to yeah, yeah, or an auto worker's uniform. So who knows? And who knows? Um, but yes. I, I would I would back you up that Earth Wind and Fire is is the seventies. That's one of my favorite noises. Is Earth Wind and Fire? 
Yeah. Um, the guitar of classic rock. I love I love classic rock. All of it, basically. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, Southern, Southern rock's amazing. Yeah, yeah. You've, got, you've got Zeppelin, you've got Leonard Skinner, um, you've got the Stones in the in the 70s. You know, the more I listen to the Stones, the less special they are. Mm-hmm. Is it because th- that what's come after them has kind of improved? No. Upon them? Okay. No, I'm not impressed by their songwriting so much. I'm not impressed by the drummer. Um, I'm Keith impressed Richards, Keith, yeah, he's still Keith, alive. Keith Richards is probably Keith Richards was probably the best part of the Rolling Stones. Now, I will I will say that Mick Jagger is one of the best frontmen ever for sure. Yes, like he was a, he was an entertainer. Yeah, he, but his his voice isn't special. Yeah, Jack Jagger's not in the stratosphere of uh, Freddie when it comes to frontmen, but he's. We talked about getting the unicorns out of the conversation. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, you, that's like saying that's like saying Bobby Brown's not Michael Jackson. Well, no fucking shit, Adam. <laughs> 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 exactly. Like, so, um, yeah, I can't. We can't do that. Just don't bring up Freddie. Yeah, yeah. Freddie right. is on a whole planet of his own, man. Freddie like controlled crowds. Yes. Yeah. Like he would get. 10,000 people to do exactly what he wanted. Yeah. I mean, I, I know it was in the 80s, but w- go back and watch his Live Aid concert. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. But, you know, the Queen was a 70s band. Yes. Mm-hmm. And mu- musically, there are a few bands better than Queen <clears throat> as far as the musicianship and the actual playing of the instruments. There are a few bands better than Queen, not to mention the lead guitarist is an astrophysicist. Yeah. Well, I mean, they don't have the astrophysicist, but what about the Eagles? Uh, that might be the best harmony to ever harmonize. Yeah, and, and, and again, I feel I feel like all of those guys, Glenn Fry, Don Henley, um, Joe Walsh, and I'm I I can't think of the other guy's name, and I feel bad to do this every time. Uh, Timothy, I believe his name is. They they all represent like different singers of the seventies, like they were like a conglomeration of solo acts. They could all have been solo. Glenn Fry did solo shit. Don Henley did solo shit in the 80s, which we should, probably shouldn't have left him out of the 80s conversation. That was no. terrible. And um Timothy Schmidt is Timothy Schmidt. Thank you. Um Timothy B. Schmidt, am I correct? Correct. Okay. So all those guys could have done their own thing, but they came together to form this amazing group. And um you I love the Eagles, and they get unfair hate, but basically all that came from uh that movie I don't. the dude the dude lebowski yeah big lebowski mm-hmm. he's like not the don't play the eagles man like a lot of that comes from there and the fact that their songwriting didn't engage in any of the attacking of the collective that the no. 70s music did like mm. the 70s music attacked the man basically it, it uh, kept, picked up where the 60s rock started uh, okay, I'm gonna say I learned something, and you I know, I know yeah no well here's here's what I learned, two things a the Eagles are still performing, yes mm. minus Glenn Fry unfortunately do you know who replaced Glenn Fry? No who Vince Gill, well, that's suitable really? yes I mean hmm. look look there's some there's some <laughs> yeah. people you just can't replace all willy nilly no right. can't replace all willy nilly um. <clears throat> Wow, that's interesting. 
<laughs> like wow, yeah, I like that. Um, yeah. ACDC, I like ACDC, I like that kind of rock. And there's not too much of 70s music you're going to find me complaining about. I listen to disco still. Mm. Well, it, it, the oh, thing yeah. with disco is like the the highs were really good. Like the Bee Gees, Donna Summer, they were really good. The problem with with it is that everyone was kind of sounding about the same, other than the highs. Hell yeah, but some Casey mm. and the Sunshine Band will still get that motor running. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I tell you what, that Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes when they dip their tone to disco a little bit, you're like, whoa, yeah, easy, Teddy, calm down over there, don't leave me this <laughs> no. way, because he covered that Donna Summer song, "Don't Leave Me This Way," and uh, I can't listen to the Donna Summer version anymore. Oh man, I get depressed. I'm like, no, nah, it's not Teddy. Turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, love 70s music. Uh, 70s too. country music was awesome. Yeah. yeah. I love 70s country music. Waylon Jennings, George Jones, 60s, 70s, 80s. Um, I know I'm missing people. But country's not my big genre, so don't kill me, guys. <clears throat> love it, though. It's good. It's all good stuff. Is Conway Twitty from the seventies or sixties? Sixties and seventies, I believe, all yeah. the way all the way through. I mean, that guy he had a pretty long career. Yeah, I like Conway Twitty. Twitty. I used to watch him. My grandmother used to watch Willie King Nelson. Paul. Yep, yeah. Willie, Nelson. Willie Nelson, like Dolly well, Parton. Well, in the seventies, back when Hee Haw was popular, wasn't it? Or was that the eighties? Sixties, seventies border? Question okay. mark. Mm. I remember a kid used to watch the reruns and Conway Twitty was there a lot. Hey, who's that guitarist? I can't remember what show that was on. Oh, Roy. Roy, what's his name? Uh, Roy Jennings? Roy Clark. Roy Clark. If you ever have some free time, go to YouTube and type Roy Clark in. If you can find a better guitar player than Roy Clark, I'll give you 10 bucks. Okay. Um, Hee Haw ran from 69 to 93. Oh, wow. I would say its heyday is obviously the seventies, though. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I had the biggest crush on Crystal Gale. Look at that long hair. Okay, we've lost Dorian. <laughs> <laughs> Dolly Parton too, for obvious reasons. You're in Florida talking like that, Dorian. Uh, I know, right? <laughs> Wait, they, they haven't canceled Dolly Parton in Florida yet. What's going on? <laughs> That's um, not what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's over. <laughs> Hey, you better shut your mouth, boy. You <laughs> shut your mouth. <laughs> oh, I can't say it, but you can. I know. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for getting that out of me. <laughs> I got you, man. <laughs> Jeez. Adam's like, Adam's like, whatever you do, don't laugh. This, this is like this is like sitting down with you and watching the boondocks. Don't laugh. Oh, don't, oh, laugh. <laughs> don't laugh. Don't laugh at Uncle Ruckus. I'm going to go with Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> yeah, Fleetwood Mac for 100, Alex. Um, yeah, Fleetwood Mac was great. Uh, I saw a meme the other day. It was like, uh, these girls think they're so tough. Stevie Nicks wrote songs about uh, his, the lead guitarist and then made him play them. Every like, night. Every night. That's great. That's that's boss bitch shit right there. Yeah. I'm going to talk shit about you and then make you sing about yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Lindsay, Lindsay Buckingham's a hell of a guitar player. They're uh, Fleetwood Mac's a musically tight band. Yeah, they're they're fun to listen to. And that performance they did in the '90s with the USC Trojan Band on VH1 that was pretty awesome. Or it was MTV at the time, but it replayed on VH1. That was pretty awesome. Mm. 
I'm trying to think. We're going to miss so many. Please don't kill us. Um, El- Elton John had a great 70s. Yeah. Billy Joel yeah. had a great late 70s, mid 70s, late 70s. Oh. Um, Stevie Wonder had a great 70s. Ooh. Songs A minor. You're saying, that, that saying names now. <laughs> um, saying names now. We've gone too far without having Stevie. The Jackson Five? Yes. Yeah. Jackson Five. I get mad at the Jackson Five, though, because they're the ones that gave us new kids on the block and NSYNC and Boys to Men. <laughs> Somebody the had right stuff. <laughs> oh. <laughs> did, did we mention Zeppelin yet? Yes, yeah. you did. Okay. You did you it just before Pink Floyd. Oh, okay. Zeppelin's cool. Although I like what Beastie Boy did, the Beastie Boys did to Led Zeppelin songs better than what Led Zeppelin did to Led Zeppelin songs. Yeah, that's that's fair. You know, that's just me though. That's my personal opinion. Still like Led Zeppelin. Hmm. Um, there's a ton of bands I'm gonna forget. I like them all. Molly Hatchet. I love Mo- Molly Hatchet's fun to listen to. Uh, Doobie Brothers. Love the Doobie Brothers. Yep. And Doobie. and Michael McDonald's individually. Yeah. Yeah. See? What about the Bee Gees? Oh yeah. Oh, we kind of touched on the disco, but yes. Oh no, 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 no. You don't touch on the Bee Gees. They were they were top notch for years in the 70s. Yeah. yeah. They were pumping out the hits. And uh I don't know how that man made it to his 60s still being able to sing with that falsetto. <laughs> and you you know, there was a fourth Gibb brother. Yeah, it was um Andy. Andy, and what did he sing? I remember that song. Oh, I'm not gonna get it. It's something cheesy. It's like a. It was like a soda pop. Wait, uh, wait. There were there were songs in the '70s that were cheesy. You don't say. <laughs> a lot of them were cheesy, but that's what, that's the charm. Uh, the Beaches from Australia, right? Yes, yeah. yes, they are. Australia, okay. Like just like ACDC. ACDC from Australia. Everything. Yep. I didn't know that. Yep. Yeah, I I I, I want to say it's I wanted to hear everything was the song. Sounds like it's very possible. Yep. You know, and then you you got the the pseudo bands. I don't know if you want to con- consider like the Partridge Family, the the Monkees. Look, they made hits, man. Yeah, they made hits. Oh man, come on, think. Mm-hmm. You know what I need to do? Hit you have Spotify. the internet at your fingertips. I'm going to my Spotify. I got it all mm-hmm. there. Sabbath. We 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 can. Cannot- yeah. Yeah, no, that has the hometown connection, actually. Yeah, well, not not Sabbath. Obi, Ozzy does because no, when Ozzy when Ozzy went sober or when, went solo, Randy Rhodes went with over. Them. Yeah, well, that that's never gonna happen. Last week, <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, Randy Randy Rhodes actually died maybe five minutes from my house. Maybe. Yeah. Oh shoot! What about Bill Withers? Yeah, that's yeah. some good stuff. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, I like, I like Bill Withers. He just recently passed away last year or two, didn't he? Yeah, yeah I think it was early twenty twenty two. Yeah, that was sad. Um, Bob Marley, Credence, the Who. Okay, did you say Credence? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They were big. Yeah, they were big. The Who, Super Tramp. I love Supertramp. A lot of people do not like Supertramp, but I like Supertramp. Doran, do you know Supertramp? Mm-mm. Bet you will when I send you the songs later. Yeah, I think oh, so. In Boston. <clears throat> yeah, I, Boston. I don't know if you know this. I'm not exactly sure how the story goes, 
but the lead guitars for Boston, like if you've ever listened to Boston, they have a very unique sounding guitar. He made whatever does that out of one of his family members sewing machines. Huh. Because mm-hmm. those guys are actually from MIT. Oh. Yeah. That those aren't your average Joe's up there playing that guitar. That's not like something that uh, Peter Frampton would do. Wah 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 wah. <laughs> Bob Seger. Oh yeah. Steely Dan and some of their child molester songs. <laughs> they got some creepy songs. Yeah. So funny thing about Bob <gasps> Seger, he went to the same high school my mom did. That's crazy. Does, did she also believe that all his songs sound the same? Yes. Okay, they do. She, but it's yeah, fine. She won't tell my great uncle that, but yes. Um, ELO, Electric Light Orchestra. Light Orchestra. Yep. Look, I don't know how you guys feel, but anytime a rock band adds instruments that are not typically rock instruments, I think it's awesome. Like ELO toured with an orchestra. Okay. Like, I, strings I'm, and whatnot. I'm going to. I'm gonna challenge that with Fog and Mollies. Oh, you're off! You're off the track. Who are they? I've heard <laughs> of them, but I don't know. They will bring uh, bagpipes to a rock concert. I'm fine with that. So did okay. ACGC. Okay. Only the lead singer actually played it. Bon Scott could play the bagpipes. Dire Straits. That's some good stuff. Yep. Rush. Yeah, you're starting to get into like the experimental stuff a little bit. Um, I myself am not a fan of nine minute songs. I don't know if anybody <laughs> else here is. There's there's only a couple that classify, and I'm gonna have to throw Meatloaf in here also. Yeah, Meatloaf. His first album came out in the seventies. Bad Out of Hell album was great, and uh, if you've never heard Paradise by the Dashboard Lights, if some of that doesn't trigger nostalgia in you, I don't, I don't know. Yep. I don't know what will. You're broken. Your heart is broken. Oh, um, the Peach Boys. Yeah, they did a lot of damage in the 60s, but Pet Sounds came out in the 70s. So, uh, you know, the Pet Sounds was a direct answer to the Beatles album, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was a war. That was a minor war that was happening there. Chicago. Gotta love Chicago. You don't got it, but I do. Steve Miller band. I like Steve Miller. Okay, I saw that on the list, and I was struggling to come up with two songs that I knew that they did. Um, have you ever been to a carnival? Have you ever ridden on the thing that goes round and round and round and round and round and round? Not recently. <clears throat> if if you've been on that, you've heard a Steve Miller song. Okay. Jungle Love, probably not the best of the choices. Um, Fly Jungle, like, um, yeah, Jungle Love, I think of more stay in the time. Yeah, no, this is the original one. Okay. Um, I'm looking. I'm Joker. Joke jo- joke was the one I do know. Yeah. Take the money and run. Okay. Fly like an eagle. Mm. You know more Steve Miller than you think you do. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. You want to know who the original lead singer of the Steve Miller band was? Who? Boz Skaggs. Hmm? If you don't know Boz Skaggs, I'm coming through the screen. Yeah. I know who Boz Skaggs. Lido Shuffle. Wonder, 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 wonder. That one, right? Lido Shuffle and the one you just sang, which um, yeah. the rundown. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. it rundown? Load, yeah. Lowdown. Yeah. Lowdown. 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 Hey, the, the drums on Lowdown are one of the sickest beats in all of music. Sick. 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 I was listening to it the other day. Jeff you know, Pug- I Jeff thought Pug- both 
Jeff Picaro. A lot of people did. I did. I did. <laughs> just, just like I thought Bobby Caldwell was black until I saw him. I did too. And do you know that they played the record company played on that? That's why his the album cover for what you won't do is a silhouette of him and not an actual picture. I, I can see that. Because they just wanted to too. they wanted to make sure the black people came to the concert and they're like, oh, it's a cracker. <laughs> <laughs> when I saw his video, I guess you wonder where I'm been. I'm like, hold on, this like ad lib or something? They're like, no, that's Bobby Don't Caldwell. And I started looking at his catalog. I love his stuff. I, I love his stuff. I thought love Darius him. Rucker was white until I saw him. Yeah, I did. I thought, too. I thought Rick Astley Ashley was black. I thought Rick Astley was black. <laughs> <laughs> and you Play know who else kind of had me at first? Who? I kind of figured it out by the end of the song. But four non blondes. I can't think of her name. Brenda mm-hmm. pa- Perry, Linda Perry, Linda Perry, Linda Perry. I thought she was just like a black rocker chick. Yeah, and she like, had nope. like this. And she's because she's got a monstrous voice. She has yeah, a really yeah, she big does. voice. She does. She does. I thought before I saw. Which is either honed in the church or by cultural appropriation. Yeah. One yeah. Of yeah. Um, I thought Pink was black. Who? Pink? Pink? No. The singer Pink? No. When I first heard him, when he first came out, not the rocker Pink. I'm talking about the R&B yeah, Pink. I would have to go back and listen to her first couple songs to see if I feel that way, to be honest with you. Yeah, I did. Because I was like, come on, this girl. And then that's when I saw because when her poster first came out, she looked like either a light-skinned like black girl, and then that's when um, I saw her on TRL. The first when she first uh, had when they first <clears throat> had it in two thousand, and she it was her in Cisco. I was like, oh shit! So we got to come to we got to come to another side of the tracks that I like to be on on my Spotify. <clears throat> Are we ready? No, the, okay. Com- the Commodores, yeah, Ooh. Rufus and Shaka Khan. Oh, yeah. Average white band, the Isley yep. Brothers. Yep. Cool in the gang. 70s. Cool in yeah. the gang. Um, the Ohio Players. Oh, yeah. Rick James. No, Rick James. I was gonna ask, but Rick James was 80s. Ah, uh, he did some damage in the 70s. So Mary James in came 70s. out in what 79? You might want to say you might want to say Prince's 80s too, but he had a couple hits in the 70s also. Yeah. He started in the 70s. Yeah, Super yeah. Freak was 82. Okay. Yeah, but Mary Jane was in the 70s. And then you got Parliament, George Clinton. George Clinton and the Parliament Funkadelic, which, by the way, yeah. if you've never seen PCU, where that line is from, you That's need to great, see it. It's a great have you, um, can you connect? Can you connect George Clinton to James Brown? Yes. How? Um, he... he you're thinking Him too hard. And, You're thinking too hard. Well, 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 I know, I know. Boosty Collins played for both of them. There you go. But I thought there was one, and then didn't it was someone else who played who played for Jimi Hendrix or something? I read. Can't answer that. I can't tell you something though. The lead guitarist for Journey played for Santana when he was 16 years old. There's something you didn't might not have known. Really. Did we mention um, Three Dog Night yet? I like Three Dog Night, and I also yeah, thought they were too. black until I saw them. <laughs> yeah, I did too. He has a very soulful voice. Yeah, Joni Mitchell. Um, I appreciate what she did. I am not a fan of the hippie music too much, mm-hmm. and that's fair. 
but you, you, you cannot talk about the 70s without mentioning Joni Mitchell. Fair enough. Yeah. We can talk about Joni Mitchell. I'm just saying things. Tower of Power. You want another band that comes with the horns. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you know this, Dorian, but Lenny Williams is the lead singer of Tower of Power, Tower of Power for a couple of years. He was? Yep. I, I think they had, that. they had one or two albums together, and in my opinion, they're the best two. Wow. I didn't look that up. I, I didn't know that. Marvin Gaye? Why are we just getting to Marvin Gaye in the I 70s? Don't know. I don't but know. Marvin Gaye is like an icon. He He's like up there with um, He's an icon to us, though. We got to remember. We don't yeah. know what our listeners are into, and you know, yeah. maybe they need to be I, I hope people, my hope is I love sharing music with people they haven't heard. Right. And yeah. I like to see their reaction because then I know in my head, what else can I give you? Right. Yeah. That's why yeah. I get mad when I send Dorian music and he doesn't respond. <laughs> it takes a while. But... <laughs> it's like, it's like I send the man three songs after the show and I'm like, by that time, hello, McFly, <laughs> hello. I do better job. I'll do better job. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm asking for opinions. Like what else? Cause then I know what else I can send you. But my hope is that whoever is listening to the show, listens to some of these songs if they haven't heard them and because this is how i found music i went backwards yeah i'd be like oh so they did this and they're covering this and i started finding bands all the way back to the 40s and or right. not 40s but like early 60s and stuff like that it's, it's awesome to me i love it yeah so that would happen with me too so what i did was i was like i would listen to my favorite rap songs i'm like i heard this song before so I would look up the yes. samples. Yeah, but I do that the other way sometimes. I'll be listening to shit on the 70s station and be like, mm-hmm. oh, that's a sample. I know that. That's a sample. Yeah. Uh, and we're just getting to Barry White. I was about, I, I had him on my list. Barry Isaac Hayes Carter, also known as Barry White. Yeah. Yeah. That song, Practice What You Preach. If you've never heard a Barry White song, please listen to Practice What You Preach. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, have you ever heard that song? Yes. That's yeah. a great song. I love practice four tops. I love the four tops. Incidentally, the guy who did most of the singing for the four tops, do you know where he was famous for in the eighties? Put your hats on to catch your brains. I'm going to blow your mind. <laughs> Are you ready? What? He was the voice of the plant in little shop of horrors. He's Audrey too. Really? Yep. Feet me see more. Yes. Crazy. Yes. I love Blow that movie, by the way. I told you. If you look it up on YouTube, there's a video of him. It's the only live performance he did at the Grammys because the song won a, the his the music won the Grammys. Yeah. And I and I feel terrible that I I don't know I can't remember his name. I want to say it's Isaac or something like that, but I'm not positive. Um, was that the song that he sung with Rick Moranis and um and Steve Martin? Oh, hey. Steve Martin is awesome in that movie, by the way. I know <laughs> yeah. we're getting a, I know we're getting a little off, off uh, topic here, but uh <laughs> Luke Chapel Harbor is one of my favorite yes. movies. Levi Stubbs. Levi yeah, okay. Stubbs Levi is Stubbs. his name. And yeah. here's here's the thing: his natural singing voice is Audrey too. He sings in a wow. higher he sings in a higher tenor with the four tops because it gives the song pace. Holy shit. Oh wow. So Take take that. The same guy that, that did the voice Audrey too, the lead singer of the four tops, was also a voice actor in the late eighties, early nineties for a anime TV show. Captain N the Game Master. He was Mother Brain. I d I don't know. I thought I don't I, don't, I didn't watch that. It was basically it was basically a 30 minute com- commercial for Nintendo. Yeah. Oh. Genius. Yeah, I I, I remember that. 
Uh, that, that, by the way, Levi Stubbs' voice is one of my favorite voices in all of music. Yep. That, that four tops sound that they had. Mm-hmm. And we can't mention the four tops without the OJs. No. And right. By the way, the Temptations were still going strong in the 70s with, uh, sure what's his name? Dennis Edwards, I believe, took over for yep. uh, our friend. Um, uh, Eddie Ruffin. D- David Ruffin. David Ruffin. David Ruffin. And I know BJ's not a fan of, of nine the things that last nine minutes, but the Moody Blues. Yeah, no, not yeah, no, never listen. Once I get about four minutes in, I know it's not even close to ending. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. well, good, job. <laughs> good job, guys. What about Eddie Money? Yeah, se- yeah, late seventies, early eighties. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he used to be a police officer. No, I knew that. New York City police officer. Oh, he's from New York. Or he's from California. Yeah. He upgraded no. his. He upgraded his job. That's like saying John Fogarty is from the South or Kid Rock's from the South. <laughs> yeah, but John Fogarty would fool you. Oh yeah, he'd fool you. He's from California. Does not sound like it. No. No. I know we touched on it, but uh, late late seventies had Journey. Um. Find there's only one person, maybe two people, that could even rival Steve Perry as a rock singer. One okay. of them is Mickey Thomas, which you probably don't listen to much. Mickey I've told Thomas. you about him. We, we Starship. About him. Yeah. Yes. Starship and, and Elvin Bishop mm-hmm. fooled around and fell in love. Uh, but Steve Perry got to be on the top of the list. That guy's voice Yo, no, he is. insane. His voice is velvet. Especially when he came out with that solo album, The Foolish Hearts. I listen to that shit to this day. Separate ways. Some of the yeah, notes he hits ways, and yeah. holds in separate ways. Yeah. Like, whoa, Steve. Come down over here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, Anytime is a song from the 70s that's great. And they actually had a keyboardist. Uh, I don't think he made it to the 80s, but he was actually singing too. And they did a, so- a split song. It's Anytime and something else. It's a great. It's great. It's great because you start out with this guy's voice who's not as polished, kind of like a typical rock singer. And all of a sudden, halfway through, Steve Perry is like, yeah. <laughs> comes out and just starts firing. Yeah. Do the doors count as a 70s band or are they more 60s? Ooh. Man, you know, that was late 60s when they got rolling. Isn't it? I'm pretty sure. Don't look shit up now. Got to. We got to. Yeah. Got to keep it accurate. Their yeah. career was not as long as it should have been. Well, I mean, when your lead singer dies, it's kind of, it's kind of a problem. Yeah, it is. That sure is. So they released two albums in the seventies: Morrison Hotel and L.A. Woman. Well, and it looks like they released three after Jim Morrison's death, but that's kind of weird. Money basically. grab. Yeah, yeah, basically. Um, Grand Funk Railroad. That's good stuff. I'm looking at some of these bands. Like I like the the five member bands like the Temptations and like Four Tops is only four and the OJs is three, but like the Spinners, the Spinners had some good music. Could it be on Falling in Love? Yeah. Oh man, I hope I got all these on my playlist. This is good stuff. Kansas. Wow. 
that's a great <laughs> that's pretty good band um the outlaws an underrated yeah. band they had like five guitars on stage at the same time you should watch some of their live performances it's just like a wall of guitars coming at you and there's a song green grass and high tides forever that guitar solo in the middle of that song middle end of that song should probably be listed in the top 10 of all guitar solos you know what we didn't mention rod stewart there i like yeah. some rod stewart he, he was of the band called faces yeah. and they um they have a song called stay with me a little mm-hmm. rapey <laughs> most of her restaurant songs are so <laughs> if you want my body anything yeah and uh, no 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 <laughs> nope. And and stay with me, he says, in the morning, don't say you love me because you know I'll kick you out of the door. (laughs) Classic lyrics. I know your name is Rita because your perfume's getting sweeter. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's a great song, though. It really is. The Kinks? Yeah. Okay. Shalimar, Dorian? Yeah, of course. I like, that's Jody Watley and uh, Jody Watley, um, Howard Hewitt, and then the third guy. He was actually a, a Soul Train dancer. Hey, I just saw this on here. They don't have a lot of hits, but I'm putting them out there. LTD because Jeffrey Osborne has a voice like a oh, cannon. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know if you know much about Jeffrey Osborne, uh, oh, yeah. Adam, but holy crap, that yeah. man sounds like he's, I don't know, like an offensive lineman when he sings. Like he just. And he's not. He's a little skinny, skinny guy. It's great. Yeah. Like him. Of course, we said Harold Melvin in the Blue Notes. That's one of my favorite like groups. Did we mention Foreigner? Ooh. Foreigner's some good stuff. Yeah. I like Foreigner. Yeah, all right. What about Toto? Toto is 70s, right? Uh, I thought they were more 80s. I think they started in the 70s, but they did their damage in the 80s, if I'm yeah. correct. Yeah, because I know Africa was definitely 80s. Yeah. Um, started uh, in 77. Georgie Porgy, Georgie Porgy was 78, I think. 77 to 78. Man. I just, I have a hard time. If you say the 70s wasn't the greatest decade of music, I think you just, it's just not your thing. I mean, it it, it kicked off, like, and especially when it comes to R&B and hip hop, if you listen to a lot of the songs from the '90s, you hear the '70s. Well, and I think I made this point back in the the '90s conversation. The highs of the '70s are high. the The only reason why I would consider the the '90s the better musical decade is because there's more genres and there's more high notes in the in the '90s. But here's the deal: the '70s. You didn't have to be pretty to get on a record. You that be, is very true. You had to be good. Right. You had to be a good musician. You had to be a good singer. You had to be good at something. You might not have to be good at both, but mm-hmm. you had to be good. And that's what that's what the deal was a lot of these bands. By the way, we didn't mention Jackson Brown. Uh, Hall and Oates did some 70s. Paul Simon? Yeah, Simon and Garfunkel. No, Paul Simon. Paul Simon and Garfunkel and Simon and Garfunkel in the late 60s. Yep. Okay. Then they broke up and separated, and he went on to do great things. Um, not much I don't like by Paul Simon. I like Paul Simon stuff. Very talented. My favorite song of his is with 
uh, him, he had the video with him and um, I think it was Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase. Yeah. Yeah. Chevy Chase didn't even get to practice that. That's basically all ad libbed. He showed yeah. up late. That does not surprise That's, me at all. Yeah. But cocaine's, it, it the, cocaine's so cool. a hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> if you be my bodyguard, love that song, man. <laughs> I, I know we kind of touched on it, but um, we never spent any time on Santana. Man, so here's the deal. Santana took some mescaline at uh, Woodstock, and he he thought he was going to go on in like a half an hour, 45 minutes. Well, the act before him canceled. So he goes out there on stage at the peak of his trip, and he's mm-hmm. out there playing his guitar solo, and he said all of a sudden the guitar turned into a snake. He's just trying to he was just trying to hold on to it. Is that not the most Santana story ever? Yeah. 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 Like I that's a great story. <laughs> yeah. I like I, San, I like Santana. I like the uh the Latin feel to his music while yeah. also having some of the best guitar work of the 70s. Yeah. Yeah. Santana has a song with CeeLo Green. I don't know if you guys ever heard of it. It, it came out back in like 2000, 2001. Santana made Rob Thomas cool. Yeah. yeah. Talk about doing the impossible. Talk about right. doing the impossible. You know, <laughs> we give him a lot of hate, but Rob Thomas has a pretty unique voice and he works it well. Yeah. yeah. And he is from Orlando, so or the area. So we'll give you a little pat on the back there, Rob Thomas. Yeah, I think he's up by uh, winter from Winter Springs, I believe. That's fine. We'll give him a um no, so it's, it's we, Altamont because um he went to Brantley. Oh, okay. We, we briefly touched on on 70s country. I'm looking at a list here just so we can cover some bases. We talked about Dolly Parton. Some of the funniest country music you will ever listen to comes from Jerry Reed. Do you know who Jerry Reed is? I I want to say yes, but I could not tell you anything he does. Snowman from Smokey and the Bandit, the truck driver. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. he is one of he's so, Amos Moses. When you're hot, you're hot. Like some of his songs are hilarious, and most of them tell stories. So I'll send some to you in the chat because. They're well, good send stories. Him to make a story won't listen to him. Yeah, and he'll never respond oh. and tell me what he thinks, anyways. Even though I spend I 15 minutes looking this shit up to make somebody happy. Um, so, but they're great stories. If you like songs to tell stories, Amos Moses, uh, when you're hot, you're hot, stuff like that. A lot of Jerry Reed songs are great for that. Uh, we didn't talk about Johnny Cash in the 70s. He yeah, was that, still that's rolling. my fault. Yeah, that's your fault. Kenny Rogers, Charlie yeah, Kenny Daniels. Rogers. Charlie Daniels. Charlie yeah. Daniels has some really good music. Um, what about is it Johnny Mathis? You went back to R and B, I believe. Johnny Mathis. I thought he did. I thought Johnny Mathis did country. Hank know. Williams Jr. Remember Hank Williams? If you can't get a pile of rednecks to sing "Family Tradition" in a bar, you're in the wrong bar. Yeah. Like get out. Something's going on. Yeah, Jerry Reed sang Eastbound and Down from the Smokey and the Bandit movies. Please don't make me sing that. Just tell me you know it. Yeah, yeah, I know it. Conway Twitty. John Denver? Tell me the Rocky Mountain High. He was great. He sang good music. And he also pissed in Congress's face when they thought they had an ally. That's great. Yeah, yeah, John Denver wants censorship. He's just a... Uh, a soft singing old white guy from the mountains, and he came down and was like, "No, I agree with D. Snyder." And they're like, "What? What? 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 What, what the hell just happened?" Did you just say the Oak Ridge Boys, Willie Nelson, <clears throat> Ray Stevens. There's some, I believe he sings some funny songs, if I'm not mistaken. The Bellamy Brothers. That's some good stuff. Oh, Ann Murray. 
she did some pretty good covers. Yeah. And uh, that that episode of Family Guy when Stewie falls in love with Anne Murray is pretty funny if you've never seen it. You should um, look that up. Jim Croce. Yep. Bad, bad Leroy Brown. Yep. Baddest man in the whole damn town. And I mentioned George Jones. If you've never heard the song Her Name Is by George Jones, it's absolutely great. It's about him cheating on or her, him cheating with a girl who's cheating on her husband. And it winds up being his wife at a later date, I believe. Oh, what's the song? Who sings the Pina Colada song? Um, Rupert. Rupert Evans? Holmes or something like that? Something like that. Yeah, the the story that you just said is that's the Pina Colada song, where they both took out an an, an ad in the it papers. Is, it is Rupert Holmes. Okay. Yeah, but this this is him singing about a girl that he's in love with. And he's telling you like she looks like this and looks like that. But every time he says he says her name, he does something funny. I don't want to spoil it. I'll just let you. I'll send it to you so you can hear. It. Oh, okay. It's it's a. Uh, I don't want to ruin it. It's just funny the way he does it. <clears throat> we covered Conway Twitty, George Jones. Ronnie Millsap had a pretty good career. Glenn Campbell, some good music. Yeah. We got some 70s country in there. I don't feel so bad now. We're covering bases. Thing is with the disco list, there's a lot of one-hit wonders in disco. Yeah, like I said, they all kind of sound the same. I don't believe so. Like, Sheik, she kind of broke away from the pack. They had their own unique sound. Michael Jackson did disco, but it was still Michael Jackson. Yeah. Sly and the Family Stone. Yeah, that's Sly good and music. Stone. That's not, that's like a party on a CD. Yeah. They they have some good time making that music. At least you get that feeling. ABBA. Dancing Queen. I I am ashamed to say I know more ABBA, ABBA than I probably should. Look, hits are hits, man. And if you like pop music, if you if you're cool with pop music, they're gonna get stuck in your head. Yes, right. I don't. I'm not ashamed. I listen to whatever the hell I want on red lights. If you give me a look, you can look this middle finger. <laughs> oh, so listen to this: Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass. If you smoke joints and you like trumpets, that's good stuff. Just a recommendation for those potheads out there, if there are any. Yeah, I'm looking at some of the one-hit wonders from the '70s. Drift the, away, the which village is, people. Yeah, yeah, that that's a miss on our part for not bringing them up earlier. Yeah, because those guys, they had a solid few years there. Yeah. No shame in their game either. No. No, although they probably can't play in Florida. You know what? They should. <laughs> they should. I bet you they don't have the balls to go to Tallahassee. No, you know what they should do? They they should they should have a, a show at Disney. Yep. Well, no, you know what? I I want the LGBT the alphabet community to take it easy on Disney for a while. They're fighting their own battles. Like, you know, just leave them alone for a little bit. They're already taking heat and they're handling it well. But you know, Disney, they're just gonna be like, everybody, come here. <laughs> We hey, that, that money spends. Look, I don't care if there's gay days. That shit never bothered me once. I don't even flying shit. If the ticket was cheaper during gay days, I'd go. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I don't care. Like I don't care. I just I it never bothered me. I don't understand it. Mm. Tom Jones. 
I love Tom Jones. Talk about mm. some cheesy ass corny music. Oh, yeah. I it's love not Tom unusual, but here's something. <laughs> though. What, regardless of what you think about Tom Jones, his voice is powerful. Yes, and he had a, a variety show in the '70s on TV where he sang songs with other stars like Johnny Cash and stuff. That is some great duets to watch on YouTube. The Tom Jones show and who he's playing with. There's several of them on there if you're interested. Let's see if you let's see if you guys can guess the song. Cats in the Cradle by Cat Stevens. Not mm-hmm. Cat Stevens. Harry Chapin did the original. Yeah. Fair enough. But did he do the best? That is true. He did not. Okay. There we go. I feel better. Small victory. <laughs> kiss. I mean, you can't really you got you can't really not throw kiss in there. Yeah. Regardless of their shenanigans and how much of a cartoon Gene Simmons has become. Because he's a cartoon. Oh, he was a cartoon back in the 70s. Yeah. Right, but it was okay. <laughs> okay. Now That's... he's obviously a cartoon, and it's like, oh, this is tough to watch. Yeah. This is tough to watch. We're going to let you go for nostalgia, though. Just go. <laughs> Just do your thing. Paul McCartney and Wings. That was some really good music. Uh, Silly Love Songs. It's a great song. Yeah. It's a catchy song. Dr. Hook. So here's the thing about Dr. Hook. I think I've talked to you guys about Dr. Hook. Dr. Hook has a song called I Got Stoned and I Missed It. Who's the original artist? I have no idea. I'll give you 10 bucks. You can tell me right now. I'll cash up to you tonight. Shel Silverstein. Shel Silverstein wrote most of their, most of their hit songs. Hmm. Shel Silverstein wrote a lot of songs. He was not just an, uh, just an uh, uh, author. He had he was a multimedia personality. So if you listen to a lot of like a cover of the Rolling Stone, have you heard that song? It was in a almost famous, I believe the movie was. He wrote that too. So Shel Silverstein has a couple of hits on the Billboard charts. Ario Speedwagon. I think they were eighties. Big eighties. Time for me to fly is from the seventies though. Okay. OJ's talked about the OJ's. BG's got them. Steely Dan, their freak show, got them. Steely Dan's interesting, though. You know that album Asia they did that has Deacon Blues on it, Peg, and a, a few others? Um, do you know that they never recorded one solid band? Somebody would come in and record a part. If they liked it, it stuck. If not, get out of here. Somebody else would come in the next day and record a part. If they liked it, it stuck. They rotated through musicians, bassists, guitar players, drummers. So every part that's on that album for each song was played individually by the specific person they liked to play that part. Hmm. Yeah. So making the album was an absolute shit show for the engineer. I can only imagine like, yeah, fuck, this is the 14th guitar today. <laughs> like, could you imagine? Nope. I don't like it. What, what didn't you like about it? It was great. He didn't even mess it up. It's not the sound I'm looking for. Neither were the last 15. <laughs> Wild Cherry. Yes. Yes. Play that funky music, white boy. Adam's trying to get us edited. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to get our shit pulled down. That's why I'm only playing so much. (laughs) It's all you got to play. Yep. 
Jackson Brown had a few songs. We mentioned every, him earlier. Every time I hear uh, Running on Empty, though, I think of Forrest Gump. Yeah. When he's running. Running. David Ruffin was solo in the 70s. I don't know if you know that. He's got a couple good songs. Walk yeah. Away from Love. By the way, I know David probably should be in the 60s for most of this, but <sighs> that voice, David Ruffin's voice is amazing. Yeah. He's got some range for a guy. Like, I, I heard, uh, I read uh, comments of it from him in an interview where he's like, I don't know what kind of voice I have. It just works. Yes. Yes, sir. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> yes. Uh, there's a guy named BJ Thomas that had a pretty good 70s, too. <laughs> so I, I'm on the list of one-hit wonders, and I do not believe that this is, is a one-hit wonder, um, probably because whoever um, did it went on to do other things, but I'm sure you guys can figure this out. What? <laughs> you have to be kidding me. You have to be. That's not a one-hit wonder. That's what that's what they said. That's what a whoever. That's see. I'm telling you, people put these lists together to get us to talk about online and share it. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, you can't believe what yeah. number nine is. And then we're yep. stupid. We share it, and they get money. Yep. This is where we're messing up, guys. We got to turn our podcast into a shit show. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. Oh. Okay. I I I've got to look this up Eric, before we. Eric Clapton. Well, that's the thing, though, because Derek and the Dominoes, I think, was a one-hit wonder. Eric Clapton was not. I don't give a flying shit. For the next 30 years, he played that song by himself. He has an acoustic version of it under the name Eric Clapton. <laughs> mm-hmm. The acoustic version is awesome, by the way. Oh, I'm sure. From, from You ever heard it from MTV Unplugged? Yes. Yes. Oh, that's very nice. That's the same session he did Tears in Heaven for the first time. That was sad to listen to because I yes. believe his son died months before that. Yeah, he wanted to about his son. Yeah, fell out of a something story window. It was like a... F- 14, 15 story window. Yeah. And it was a baby. Yeah. All, yeah, kinds, no. of, all kinds of questions about that. Yeah. Derek yeah. Domino's released, um, released one album. That's the only hit song that they did. Misrepresentation. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm going with. Man, yeah. Se- 70s is by far my favorite decade for music. So- I. A lot of these songs I've listened to you are on my like songs list on Spotify. Yeah, I respect the 70s, but the 90s is long. Again, the 70s had had a lot of really good highs. The 90s, I think, had a wider range of highs. The 60s was the experiment. The 70s was the perfection of the experiment. And then we've just kind of been toying with it ever since. So, and we're old, so we're obligated to say that today's music sucks. Uh, on that note, ah, uh, uh, we could we could have that conversation. I I follow the new music list every once in a while because there's stuff out there. Yeah, there. Out there. It's just not Taylor Swift. This is true. Mm-hmm. Or the weekend. Uh, incorrect. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Sandlot Sports. Peace. Want more Sandlot Sports? Just follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports or on Twitter at Sandlot Sports 21.